Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the mindset episode where we talk about the tips and the tools and the strategies to help you to shift your thinking when you have those challenging moments during the week. So today we are going to talk about our stories, which you hear me talk about all the time, but radical responsibility for our stories. And I'm going to talk a little bit about our past stories right now, because we spend so much time trying to avoid, deflect, not deal with, bury our stories. And really at the end of the day, our stories have made us who we are. So if we, we can't selectively love the experiences that happen to us. Yes, we have good ones. Yes, we have I don't even like to use the word bad. We have great things that happen and we have challenging things that happen. Everything is here to teach us something. Everything is here to teach us something. So we all have experiences, not good, not bad, not anything. Life happens to all of us. What we tell ourselves about those experiences, the stories that we tell ourselves about those experiences, that is our choice. And that is what we have to embrace, that it's our choice. So if we call everything that's happened to us bad and we refer to it that way, it makes it really tough for us to continue to move forward. Plus, at the end of the day, everything that has happened to us has made us who we are. We can't love part of ourselves. We actually have to love all of ourselves. Well, we don't have to, but really, really, it's important that we do. So what I want to share with you, again, being vulnerable, because I like to go first, is that for years, I grew up as the, I was a pusher. I was driven. I was the kid that if I was told I couldn't do it, I did. I did it 10 times more. I'm stubborn. Yes, I am so stubborn. There's no question to that. And those were my strengths. And many times as a kid growing up in the seventies, yes, I dated myself that when I was growing up then it was very much a time of Children are to be seen, not heard. And my parents encouraged me to speak. And through a number of, you know, just situations, I used to think it's just, I don't understand how things work. And I was extremely independent and still am to this day. That has not changed. But that's who I was. And if I was told I couldn't do something, then I was going to prove that I could. And I would push myself to the end to prove that, yes, I could do it. And I would do it like 10 times better than you thought I could in the first place. So it's just how I was wired. And like right from a young kid, I know that, and I don't even know where that came from, probably my grandma, because that's what she was like. But that's just where I, how I was wired. And many times it was called pushy and bossy and, and all of those things. But for me, when I was called those things, it didn't make me stop. It made me fire up again. Cause it's like, you're telling me I can't watch. 
just watch. So that's been my personality makeup. And it's always been like that. That's not new. So those stories of being the, the driver, the pusher, always, they served me for many years. Like that, that was what I really believe that mentality is what helped me to build and, and work through school in order to get to university. And I know it doesn't sound like much, but back then there wasn't a lot of like, it was just the start of a lot of females going in for science. And I remember learning what kinesiology was and I'm like, that's what I'm doing. And I remember hearing I needed an 85 average and I struggled in school. I struggled to the point that I, I did well, but it was again, twice as much work for me. I'm sure if I was actually being if I was actually, if we had school systems we do now, they would detect some different learning issues that I had, but I was just, I worked hard. I worked really, really hard. And that was something, it was almost like a badge of honor for me to work hard at something. And that's just part of my DNA makeup. So I want you to think about yourself and are there stories that you have when you think back to yourself, who you were and how that served you as to help you to get to where you are. You know, I refused. I said I would not get married until I had a job that I could pay for myself. Like those were the kinds of mentality that I had as a person. So I was feeding the stories because I, that's who I was and that's what I felt that I had to be. So I took that exact same approach to every single thing that I did because that was me. That's who I was. So when I hit a spot where we started to deal with issues with our kids and teen substance abuse, I'm going to openly tell you that one of the things that didn't serve me was that personality trait, the pusher, the driver, that I'm just going to make it stop. Damn it. That's just how it's going to happen. That did not help. That did not help at all. Um, yes, we have to parent our kids. Don't get me wrong, but that was something that I struggled with because I pushed the first time I found it, I remember going like, no way in hell, this is not happening here. And that was my stance all along is that it was like not happening. And so I fought it and rightfully so we've had many conversations with my kids who I love to pieces. You hear me talk about it all the time. And I remember hearing how a lot of parents were totally fine with it and because it's a phase. And I remember asking my kids, even to this day, was there ever any confusion about how I felt about it? And their answers are like a straight bat. No. Oh God, no. You were like crystal clear. So at least I was clear with what I wanted for my house. So that's an aside. I wanted to share that with you because that was the driver in me that was pushing that I'm going to fix this because it's a problem that needs to be fixed. That's how my brain would see it. It's a problem. We have to fix it. It's not turning out the way that I want it to. Then we have to fix it. It's not going in the direction that I want it to. Then we have to fix it. I was the fixer. So that's where my brain was. And that's how I worked in thinking. So because I was pushing so much, what was happening is I was actually creating my life to be super small because I was afraid of how others would think about me, say about me, what they would do. Because, I mean, in all honesty, we did have a lot of people be quite challenging with their words with us because they didn't know how to handle it either. So I was in that space of really, really wanting it to look perfect and be better than what it was. But that kept me in this big shame bubble 
and realizing that I was, I, I actually was the person who put myself in that bubble. No one else did. So I kept myself stuck as a victim for a long time until I realized that it was a story because I was a driver and a pusher and I was a fixer and I was going to do all of those things that that personality trait was literally destroying me. And I say this with full honesty. It's not even that I was ashamed of where the kids were for my, it, for me, it was, I felt I had failed because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do as a parent. So that was me being the fixer and controller. So I was the one who was making life so difficult and challenging for myself. So I had to accept and learn that I had to change the way that I was thinking. And how could I do that? I had to learn how to let go. And some of you know the story and some of you don't. I, there was a really pivotal point in my life where I had to decide that I can't take and manage control of this anymore. My strengths the things that helped me to get to where I was to be at the level of success, air quote, whatever the hell that is, those strengths actually, I believe, became my weakness. And I believe for all of us, there's a point where our strengths do become our weakness. And we do have to learn another way to handle what we have. So I started to let go and I started to do the complete opposite of how I would normally handle a situation. And I let go and I started to take ownership for my own choices. And I started to embrace the word choice and I would say it regularly and the word of ownership and responsibility and letting go of control. My language was completely changing to the point that when you are in a co-dependent situation like we were, when one person changes, it throws everything off. It, like literally nobody knew what the hell to do or how to handle me because I was very different. I was, it was a very different person. And the more different I became and the better I started to feel about myself, the more I kept going, the more I kept going and the more I kept going because I knew I was coming to a space of actually like finding some joy again, finding my life again. Did I fix or change anything that was happening? Not at the time. No, not at all. I went first because I changed my story. I changed the story that I had. So I learned how to let go. Life got easier. I found freedom and because I was taking full ownership of myself and where I was. And ultimately that's what everybody else has had to do, has to do. All of us have to do. We can't change anything in our lives until we take responsibility for ourselves. It's just not possible. So now I am so grateful for the past stories that I had because they helped to get me to where I am now. And now I have new stories. Now I have new ways of how I handle my life and what I do. And we can rewrite them at any time. I'm super grateful for it, honestly. Would I have liked to have learned them from a book? Well, for sure. Absolutely. I would have liked to learn the lessons differently, but that's not how life works. So I embrace both stories. We have to learn how to love ourselves for this is going to get a little woo woo for a second, but we have to learn how to love ourselves for who we are. That means all of our past mistakes, all of the things that we've learned have made us who we are. And that is so powerful when we can appreciate and love ourselves for who we are. Because at the end of the day, every single relationship we have, and I'll do a podcast on this, every single relationship we have stems from our relationship with ourselves. It All of it does. All of it completely stems from that. So it's so important that we, we embrace all of those stories. So my question for you is, 
what is one past story that you have told yourself that you believe that you know is part of you? And maybe it's a really key part that has helped you get to where you are now. And really take that. Don't look at it and go, like, I hate that part of myself. I want you to love that part of yourself because that part of yourself has gotten you to where you are now. So then what is one new story about yourself that you have rewritten, that you have re like put together, that you have said, that you have called out? Or what is one story that you are committing to change? So I, I really want to leave this with you because I really want you to process this, to understand what, what does this mean? And it, it shows you that you can change anything at any time. I'm living proof of it. You can do it too. So the questions again are, what is one past story that you have told yourself or you believe about yourself? And say it with love, what is it? And two, was there a time or is there a time like now that you are going to rewrite that story or that you have had to learn how to look at it from the opposite side? Because that is what change is. We can never take our same toolbox and apply it to every problem in our entire life and have results. It just doesn't happen. We have to pause. We have to pivot. We have to grow. We have to change in order to handle what life is giving us. That requires lots of different versions of ourselves, and that's going to happen repeatedly over time. That's growth. That's personal development, and that is growth. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So tag me on social media, share it with me. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to know what stories you are owning and letting go of and which ones you're rewriting. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for sharing this up, for sharing this podcast. It has just been such a light for me to be able to connect with others, to help them with their stories, reframing, radical responsibility, taking ownership. And ultimately at the end of the day, a lot of women building their businesses, they are building their businesses from their stories is literally what they are doing. You are helping me continue to spread the message and that is creating a massive ripple effect in this world. We are down to, we've done our first welcome call and there is a handful of days left that you can join this round of the Radical Responsibility Mastermind. The group of people in it, the women in it, the co-coaches, love them to pieces. They are game changers and they're creating results. So I would love to see you in there if it speaks to you or share this with someone who does. The link will be in my show notes for you to connect and reach out. On that, I'd love to know what stories you're changing because you can change your stories at any time, any day, any time, and love yourself for who you are. Honestly, you're amazing. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.